0: hi there this is the powerpoint tribe where our vibe is faith and our food is the word Prepare to be strengthened and encouraged through the teachings of god's word and the ministry of the spirit placed in my heart tonight but um, i'd like us to release a sound all right throughout the year we've been talking about songs of zion how we release our sounds this is the last time quote and unquote we'll be releasing our sound on the premise of that prophetic word and so I want us to do it, join our hearts with excitement in our bones, and with the resonance that is tearing into all the heavens. Can you give the Lord a big shout? Can you give the Lord a big shout? Hallelujah! Amen. Go right! Go right! Amen and amen and amen. Glory to Jesus! Amen. Slap your neighbor a high five and tell them we made it this far. We made it this far. <laughs> we made it this far. Glory to Jesus. <laughs> I hope you know the devil didn't see this day. In January, the devil forecasted into 2023, December 31st. He didn't see you there. He didn't see you there. So it's a good time to mock the enemy, however you want to do that. (laughs) It's a good time to laugh at the devil and all his schemes and all his wiles. Wow. Wow. Father, we give you praise. We've gotten to the very last day, the final hours of the year 2023. Who's excited about that? God has been so good. God has been so good. God has been so good. In Jesus' precious name we have worshipped. All right, let's have her sit in God's presence. The choir don't have any more assignments on the stage tonight, do you? So you can join the rest of us on the ground floor. (laughs) Can we celebrate the beckoners, please? What a joy. It's been an incredible ride with the beckoners in the year 2023. Can we celebrate them? It's been from one level of glory to another level of glory, asked by the Spirit of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Who is ready for God's word? Who's ready to frame 2024? Hebrews chapter 11, from verse 3, the Bible says, That now we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. That those things which are seen were not made out of the things that did appear. That means everything you see in the world today is a reflection of the things that at some point in history did not exist. And that very substance that did not exist, quote-unquote, all right, that formed everything that now exists, is the very substratum of God's word. The things which are seen were made out of the things that did not appear. So these things that we see today were made out of a substance that may not have been visible, but it existed in a realm with God. As the Logos, the Word of God. The Word of God. And Bible says, forever, O God, your Word is settled. In heaven, it is settled. Psalm 119 and verse 89. And so, by the grace of God, we'll be sharing some of the things the Lord has revealed to me regarding the year 2024. As far as the PowerPoint tribe is concerned. But what a year it's been for us. Can we just thank God again for how incredible... The year 2023 has been, I cannot thank God enough for the year 2023. I cannot thank God enough. It's, it's been quite an incredible year. It's, it's that year where everything turned around, amen. It's that year where everything just changed. Everything just turned around. God really does intervene, amen. He does. He changes things. He changes narratives. He changes stories, all right? He changes stories. There's somebody here, you have been believing God for your financial fortunes to be turned around. It doesn't take God anything all right the year 2024 it will be like a flash you know bible says when the lord turned again the captivity of zion we were like they that dreamt it felt like it was not real like it can't be happening i can't be the one having 15 million in my account it, it, it can't be happening like it, it's not true i mean just a little over a month ago i was i was trusting god for 100k now i have i have 15 million in my that is somebody's story I, i'm not joking amen That's someone's story right there. That's someone's story, I believe. (laughs) That's someone's story right there. I tell you the truth. That's someone's story right there. In a twinkle of an eye, in a flash, like they that dreamt, you will see God manifest in your life in unprecedented manners. In unprecedented manners. How? You've never seen him before. He will come into your experience, and he will show forth himself as your gyra. He will. He will. You need to believe God. You need to believe God with all your heart. So the year 2023 has been such a powerful year. It's that year that is a reference year. It's that year that 10 years from now, will reference 2023 and say a lot of things started in the year 2023. All right. And so it's the same spirit of grace that we're moving into the year 2024 with. And I just want you to open your heart. I want you to open your heart to receive the prophetic word. Because that's how God moves people from one place to another. All right. By a prophet, he took them from Egypt into the promised land. It is by a prophet. It's by a prophet. It's by a prophet. It's by the prophetic word God transitions people. People don't just move because they are good people. (laughs) People don't just move because they deserve it. All right? Things don't just happen because you deserve good things. That's not why it happens. It happens by a prophetic word. It's by a prophetic word. And it says if you receive a prophet in the name of the prophet, you will receive the prophet's reward. How God wants to change your life is by sending the prophetic word. All right? All right? The Bible says he sent his word and the word healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. So the year 2024 may be filled with a lot of things for other people, but as far as we are concerned, the word of God is coming to save, to deliver, to set us free and to emancipate us because he sent his word and the word healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. So uh, I trust God for utterance tonight, I trust God for utterance tonight to communicate the words that he has placed in my heart for us this new year hallelujah glory to jesus but let me start by saying prophecies are not ever late bible says in first timothy chapter 1 and verse 18 paul speaking to timothy said this child i commit unto thee timothy my son according to the prophecies that went on before on thee that thou mightest by them war a good warfare praise god that means the prophecies went on before on thee you didn't engineer the speaking of the prophetic word the prophetic word doesn't need you to create it You don't make prophetic words more powerful than they are. You're knowing the prophetic word doesn't make the prophetic word any more powerful than it was when God spoke them before on thee. So the real tussle, the real wrestle is not to make prophetic words more powerful. No. Prophetic words are not any more powerful when you know them than they were when they were spoken. Praise the name of the Lord. They are prophetic words. They went on before. Ever before you were formed in your mother's womb, God had already completed the year 2024 for your life. I hope you know that. I hope you understand that it is not December 25 you know after Christmas that God then looked at his calendar and said ah six days from now is new year. Let's begin to organize the year 2024 for my son for my daughter that's not how god works before before you were formed in your mother's womb the year 2024 was already orchestrated perfected furnished finished for you in christ jesus do you believe that so bible says discharge i commit unto thee timothy my son according to the prophecies that went on before on thee so everybody gathers all right, at churches and at mountains and at camps every 31st to hear the prophetic word. Our hearing it doesn't make it more powerful. It's been there before. The prophecy about 2025 is already ready. It's not going to become ready by the year 2024. So I'm not just hearing about 2024 because we're about to enter 2024. God can reveal you to you things about 2035 now. Because these prophecies go before on thee. The prophecies have gone ahead of you, it has your name on it. Your coming to terms with the reality of the prophetic word does not make it any more powerful than they were when God released them into the atmosphere. This charge I commit unto thee, Timothy, my son, according to the prophetic words that went on before on thee. But there is a second part to it. It says that thou mightest with these prophetic words wage a good warfare. The prophecy is not a problem. The warring is the problem. Oh, the prophecy has never been the problem. Forever, oh God, those prophetic words were settled. In a dispensation called heaven, they were settled. But he encouraged Timothy, he said, this charge that I'm giving to you is that beyond the settlement of the prophetic word before you were formed in your mother's womb, there is a responsibility you have to make a good warfare with the prophetic words. We don't lack people that have prophecies. What we lack is warriors of prophecies. What we lack are warriors, people who will take hold of the prophetic word and do something with it until it becomes manifest in their own lives. That is what is significantly lacking. So year upon year, you release prophetic words, you heard prophetic words, you wrote prophetic words, but many of them did not come to pass because you did not enter into your armor to begin to fight with them. It's not enough to know the prophetic words. So, year after year, there are prophetic words. And there would always be prophetic words. And it is not when they were released by your pastor that they existed. They went on before. And I hope you know how far away before is. You know, before is before before. <laughs> like before. <laughs> if you've not listened to the teaching, go and listen to the teaching. Before. That's the name. Go and look for it. All right? Before. Before you were formed in your mother's womb prophecies about your life till your last breath on earth they were spoken forth so this charge paul is telling timothy that there is a plan of god for your life there is an orchestration of the divine agenda as far as your life is concerned there is what god has in mind for you to achieve for him on this side of eternity and it was written before they have gone ahead before on thee but the charge I'm giving to you today is that with those prophecies that have gone ahead of you make sure you wage a good warfare so much more than just getting acquainted with prophecies we must become acquainted with warfare we must understand how to war with prophetic words because too many people have prophecies that have went on before on them but they never became fulfilled in their lifetime were just prophecies at best written prophecies not fulfilled prophecies every last one of the prophetic words that were written concerning Jesus he fulfilled every last one of them he fulfilled every last one of them everything they said Jesus was going to achieve he achieved it to the T every single one not one was unfulfilled not one that is the exact prototype of what our lives are supposed to look like. We are supposed to be a mo- moving, mobile evolution of prophecy. Where the 20th year, what you should have achieved by the year 20, you, what you should have achieved in the blueprint in heaven by the year 20, you have achieved in the real life by the year 20. That is what our life is supposed to be, a continuum of prophetic fulfillments. Where every single day is a fulfillment of the prophetic word. And so Paul is telling Timothy that you risk not fulfilling these prophetic words if you do not guard yourself like a warrior. Because what you do with these prophetic words is to war. Is to war. Come on, say war. War. Tell your neighbor, say warfare. warfare. Yes, life is warfare. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness in this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We wrestle not. And he also talks about how that the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Through the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every height that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. That is the warfare of the believer. To bring everything into the obedience of the prophetic word. Because listen, you don't, you don't change the word to adapt to the environment. You use the word to war with the environment and make it to be subject to what the word of God has already predefined and predetermined from eternity past. We don't come into the world and begin to say, What is the world looking like? Let me go back to God and say, See, maybe you didn't mean what you said. You 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 adapt the world to look like the prophetic word. And those that are not willing and able to war, they don't fulfill the prophecies. It doesn't matter how many times you write them down. It doesn't matter how excited you are on December 31st. If you don't war from first of January to the last day of December 31st, you don't fulfill the prophecy. It's warriors that fulfill prophecies. So if you're not willing to guard your loins like a warrior and quit ye like men, uh, the prophecies will look fantastic on your social media. You will write it, you will put it forth, you will you will put the design out and it will be fantastic and everybody will be like, do you know how many my year off exists? Oh, oh do you know how many my year off? Do you know that in this church now, you may be surprised that someone will have three my year-offs? You will collect you will collect <laughs> PowerPoint. You know, we operate at ten redeem, so you go and collect that one too. Then there's a ministry you 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 follow. You go and collect that one. Then you mix it. <laughs> my year off, my year off. Those things are fantastic because we also have our own year off. So it's not, it's not a problem. It can be plenty of our years off. But the big deal is, how many people are worrying with it? Because there can be a lot of my year off, my year of that, my year of this. Prophecies have gone. Prophecy, Yakba, do you understand what I just said? As far as prophecies go, there are plenty. The ones you see are the ones you war with. This charge I commit unto thee, Timothy, my son, according to the prophecies that went on ahead before on thee, that with those things, as often as you're coming into acquaintance and awareness of these things that has gone ahead of you, you begin to war a good warfare. Powerful. Because there are prophecies that went on before the children of Israel, before they existed, isn't it? Genesis 15, God speaks to Abraham and said, your people will be bound in a certain land 400 years, isn't it? Didn't it happen? It happened. But guess what? It was extended by 30 years. Because a man that was supposed to war became hasty. A man that was supposed to be patient in tribulations, all right? And even though he had the impetus and the drive to go and save his brother, even he, you know, he, he was a real desire to be a hero but it was out of line. It was in disalignment because it was not worrying with the prophetic words that were written. So listen, prophetic words may have gone ahead, but they can extend in fulfillment if you don't war properly. 400 years can become 430 years because Moses did not war properly because we're going to be learning how to war with prophecies today. How do you war with it? How do you war with what has gone ahead of you? What do you do with it? Do you just sit down and say well prophecies can never be undone it can be undone in your life they are settled in heaven so your lack of fulfillment on earth does not unsettle them in heaven if it does not get fulfilled in your life god is not bothered in that sense it is settled that is it is forever settled before you were born before you were made they were settled in heaven in the corridors of heaven perfected furnished finished completed in christ but will you experience it That another kettle of fish it depends on whether you're able to war or not so 400 years you will spend in a strange land and you will become slaves and you will serve and you will and all of that and then abraham receives that prophetic word and then it actually comes to pass 400 years they spent in israel or in egypt and then it extended by 30 years because of the lack of warring with the man moses by the year 390 years 10 years from the 400th year which is the clock of prophecy He became too hasty. And one of the greatest disservice you can do to your faith walk is to be hasty there are things God is bringing your way. Do not try to engineer it your own way. Don't try to engineer prophetic words using the fleshly intelligence. Don't try to use your carnal means. He thought that, I mean, I'm I'm about 40 years old now. This is the ideal, you know, season for a man to enter into the fullness of his destiny. I have all the resources I need. I'm a son to Pharaoh. I know all the intelligence within the Egyptian CIA. There's really nothing that I can't handle as far as emancipating my people from slavery is concerned but he was relying heavily on the arm of flesh and so he did it in his way he killed a man and somebody saw him and the next day he was trying to broker peace between two brethren and one of them said is this how you want to kill me the way you killed the other guy the other day and he was afraid and he ran for his life 10 years from the fulfillment of the prophetic word and then god took him another 40 years which extended the time by 30 years Then he came back, of course, fully mature, ready to take the people out of Israel or out of Egypt. And then he takes them on that journey. The journey between Egypt and the promised land, ideally, was supposed to take between 11 and 40 days. No matter how slow you are, fast enough, 11 days. No matter how slow, 40 days, you're supposed to get to the promised land. Then when they were touching distance from the promised land, touching distance touching distance then the sentence spies go inside that land and begin to spy out the prophetic you know go and check the reality of what god has said in his word is it in alignment with the fullness of what you're seeing in the flesh let's go there numbers chapter 13 so that you see that you see god's word eh see in this year, 2024, the things God will place in your heart, you will see them in such a three-dimensional frame that it will almost look like, is this thing real? That is what God showed you. You will see it in real, in real 3D like this. You'll be surprised. Like, how did it happen? It will happen. Because God's word is more real than the cloth on your back. So if God's word gives you a promise, you had better believe it. You had better believe it. Numbers 13. Numbers 13. It's a long read. But I will be jumping here and there. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Send thou men, that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel, of every tribe of their fathers. Shall ye send a man, everyone a ruler among them? And Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent men from the wilderness of Paran. All those men were heads of the children of Israel. All these were their names of the tribe of Reuben, Shamal the son of Zachar. And you go down that list. And then verse 16, these are the names of the men which Moses sent to spy out the land. And Moses called Oshia, that's Joshua, the son of Nun, Jehoshua. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them, go up. This way southward and go up into the mountain and see the land, what it is. Look at the dimensions of the intelligence that Paul was asking the spies to get from their expedition in the land of Canaan. He says, see the land, what it is, and the people that dwelleth therein. Whether they be strong or weak, few or many, and what the land is that they dwell in, whether it be good or bad, and what cities they be that dwell in there, whether in tents or in strongholds, and what the land is, whether it is fat or lean, whether it be wood-bearing or not, and be of good courage, and bring of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the time of the first ripe grapes. So, see all the details that Moses was asking them to get to check if the things that they will see will be in alignment with the prophetic words that have been spoken over them regarding the land of Canaan that was flowing with milk and with honey. And so they went up and researched and, uh, and searched the land from the wilderness of Zin unto Rehob, as men came to Hamath, and they ascended by the south and came unto Hebron. All right. Where Ahiman, Shilai, or Shishai, and Talmai, and the children of Anak were. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zoan in Egypt. A lot of other details. And they came into the brook of Escol and cut down from thence. Let's let's run now. And they returned from searching of the land after 40 days. So it took them 40 days to cover the entire scope of that land and to get all the details that Moses had asked them to check for. And verse 26, And when they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel onto the wilderness of Paran, to Kadesh, this is the first mistake Moses made. Amen? Moses should never have allowed them give that report to the congregation. Should have collected it privately. Manage it, understand what they are saying, panel beat their theology and their ideology, then present it to the people. Because listen, the things you hear will determine what you can inherit in the year 2024. And your leaders are the ones that can organize the quality of the instructions you are receiving. And so, Moses, you, you just call people to go to a land and they came with all kinds of news and you had not checked first to know the quality of news they were bringing. And you expose the entire congregation to untested vessels and so they began to speak to the children of israel and boom they began to spew all kinds of vile things and by the time they had released those words into the atmosphere they could not reverse it anymore wow leadership is is a is a high calling because moses is responsible for this defilement he is he is and he brought back word unto them, and said unto the congregation, and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him, and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Keep quiet from there. Nevertheless, have you met nevertheless people? This twenty-four is great. Nevertheless. See, see how many seconds they used to say the great things. Flown with milk and honey and the fruit, this is the fruit, nevertheless. Nevertheless took. No, 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 they didn't stop. Caleb shut them up, you will, you will get it. You see, and that's the thing, when people are negative, their entire focus and paradigm and perspective is about the negativity and the possibility of the negative outcome, far outweighing the possibility of the positive outcome. I mean, it is true, the land flows with milk and honey, and this is the fruit as evidence, nevertheless, and they began on an spree, and they began to speak all the, the bad, bile, and corrupt thoughts and ideologies and thinking and mindsets that 40 years could not undo. The Bible says, nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. Moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites, and the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses. Caleb, he he understood the power of words. Because faith and fear are transmitted the same way. They are transmitted through the same channels. The channels of words. Be careful the people you listen to in the year 2024. Be very careful. God may have promised you all kinds of amazing things in the year 2024, but you may just be one hearing away from losing everything. You hear the wrong person and you lose everything God ordained for you to have. Because for God to excavate all those toxic thoughts and ideologies from you, it might take another 40 years. Be very careful, have an organized hearing schedule. Organized! Don't just be listening to everything. You open everywhere and you know it's algorithms that feed you. You don't choose the things that you listen to on a regular basis, it's algorithms. Say, has come, yes come, let's feed him this one. And the algorithms will just organize your day for you on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, on IG. We will not be victims of algorithms. Imagine that the reason why some people are into pornography today is because of algorithms. The reason why some people have cheated today is because of algorithms. Some people have lived and died on the strength of a code, on algorithms. When are we going to start becoming deliberate about our lives and organize our schedule according to the pattern that we see on the mount, instead of allowing ourselves to become victims of algorithms and codes? Hmm the Bible says, Caleb, see, listen, there are people you must steal in the year 2024. As they are talking, you just steal. It's, it's okay. I, I, I get you. Thank you. Uh, you don't, uh, I do. <laughs> Thanks. And Caleb stealed. Do you think he was being, sent, if he was being sentimental towards the people that were given that narrative, do you think he would have stealed them? So, this boy, <laughs> I can't. He he kept them quiet. He said, "It's okay. Shut up." He stilled everybody before Moses and said, "Let us what, go up at once and possess it." That's a warrior talking. The prophecy was not only for Caleb and Joshua; it was for every single person in the tribe of Israel. Yet, not all of them could receive it, because the prophecy is not enough. That the prophecy has been spoken on before on these not enough to make it come to pass. You must become a warrior. You must be able to war with the prophecies that have gone ahead of you. You must make good the prophecy. You must make it good. Hallelujah. You must make that word good. Remember, the word good is an alignment word. It's an alignment quality. That is something is not good until it is verified by performance that is what he said in the beginning he saw and then he said it was good so until he saw what he had created he couldn't say it was good the fact that it was in his mental realm didn't make it good enough until it was performed on the earth realm then it was good so your prophecy has not been made good yet until it has been fulfilled in your life it may be settled but it's not yet good in your life this is why the bible says god is not a man that he should lie not a sort of man that he should repent has he said it will he not do it has he spoken it will he know what Make it good. That is how God makes things good, by performing what he has said. But even his performance is dependent on your warfare. How willing are you to war with the words that he has spoken concerning you? If he has said it, he will do it. If he has spoken it, he will make it good. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess the land, for we are well able to overcome it. But the man, ah, but the man. Do you know that Caleb was ready for the land at this stage? Give Caleb the land today, he will possess it. But even Caleb could not possess it until 40 years later. The people you are carrying along with life are delaying the things you are supposed to enter inside. The people you cannot remove yourself from, they are the ones that are delaying your journey. Because Caleb and Joshua could have entered. Now, now, they could have entered. But for the people that were around them. But for the people. Are there things that God has stalled because he wants to eliminate some people around you and he's waiting for the elimination before he brings those things near again? And the quicker you eliminate yourself from that company, the faster you can climb that ladder. But you are sticking with them. You have known them for 15 years. That is not, is not proof. It's not, it's not justification to carry them into the next 15 years. It's not justification, now. Amen. There is a kind of saint community When it comes to inheritance, there is a kind of community you must look for when it comes to inheritance. Not just everybody can enter into that inheritance with you. Acts chapter 20 verse 32. I commend you unto God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance. Among who? Them that are sanctified. Those that have sanctified their hearts, sanctified their words, sanctified their ears. Those that know exactly what is in alignment with the will of God for your life and they say the same thing. They reverberate the things that God has spoken concerning you. They don't come to antagonize the things you believe in your heart. They are sanctified. They are separated. They know what they are saying. When you have a dream in your heart, you can run to them like Elizabeth and they will, they, will, they will stalk the fires of prophecy with songs and with prayers. They won't say, let's go for a test. You know, Elizabeth could have killed that dream right there. Are you sure? Let's go, let's go, let's go and check. Let's go and check. And you go to the doctor and they'll say, okay, uh, where's the father? The Holy Ghost. You really think the woman will go ahead with the with the test. And that's how something that was never supposed to be for public scrutiny dies. And that's why you need to understand the things that have come to you for your ears alone, the things that have come to you for the ears of people that are covenant friends with you. And this is not a matter of, you know, cover your your yam so that if it's if it stars. <laughs> for those that understand what I just said, <laughs> this is not a superst, this is this is doctrine. If Moses had managed that information properly, don't you think Moses would have been a better communicator of that kind of intel to the entire camp of Israel than untested vessels that have perhaps never addressed any public in their life? And then for the first time, they're about to give the most important announcement, and you let them have the mic. And three million people are listening to them all at the same time. And it took a Caleb to say, keep quiet. Now they don't talk this kind of thing. We all went there together, but we didn't see them as big days. They are bread to us. And then quarantine the eight of them. So let negativity kill you there. Just go. Just All of you just stay there. Let's quarantine you because you are now toxic to the entire camp. And until you begin to talk right, speak right, then you come back into the fold. But whilst you are there, you won't contaminate the rest of us. Moses would have managed it properly. But he let them speak to the people. Just like that. Start talking to the children of Israel. Wow. And the once those words were released, fear engulfed the atmosphere. They wailed so much, they lost all the strength in their body. That is how powerful thoughts that are transferred by negative words can be. There are some things you have not achieved in your life because of words that were spoken to you. That you cannot achieve this thing. These giants are too big. Do you know how small you are? Is this where you, you are supposed to be? People are talking, you too. You are talking. Is this where your mates are talking? Did you see any of your mates here? And, and it's those negative words and you, you, you reminisce, you think about it, you think about it until it has created a cap for your expressions. Even though prophetically you're a giant. In fact, you're not just a giant, you're a giant killer. yeah. <laughs> Yet, you have agreed to be identified as a grasshopper because of words that were spoken concerning you. Be careful the people you listen to. Don't just go up and down listening to all kinds of things online. Do you know know how many pastors some people have? What What kind of a person is that? Five mentors. 200 covenant senior men. When are you going to organize your hearing schedule? Huh. Because if you listen to Moses, listen to the twelve, the ten spies, you listen to Joshua, you listen to Caleb. By the time they have all spoken, you don't even know which one to believe again. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it for we are well able to overcome it. But the man that went up with him said, ah, we be not able to go up against the people. What you said is possible, it's not possible. I there things you believe is possible in the year 2024? And the first person you gave it for ratification said, forget it. It's not possible. And you killed it there. You just killed it there. This thing, we'll be not able. The very thing that uh, Caleb said was possible, see your guy, forget it. Some guy, Ocus pocus, as part of Maguire, we cannot. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Our graves are still there, intact in Egypt. Let's go back. There's no point. Wow. And the man went up and that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger. What made you think that way? Didn't you see the miracles? Did you, didn't you think that Egyptians were stronger than you? They had enslaved you for 400 years. They were stronger than you, but by a mightier hand, you were taken out of Egypt. And you still think some mortal men are stronger than you? Don't you know who you have? Don't you know who you carry? Don't you know you have a back end? Don't you know? They said they, they are stronger than us. And the Bible says they brought up an evil report. Anything that is not of faith is evil. Did you hear what I just said? Anything that is not of faith is an evil report. It does not matter how realistic it is. I, I need to say that. To get, let it sink. It does not matter how realistic some assessments and evaluation and statistical information and data analysis may look like. It does not matter how accurate they are as far as what they have researched and brought forth as information and evaluation is concerned. If it is not of faith, it's an evil report. You think cancer was created? It was a, it was a scientifically provable evidence-based machine that gave it that it's cancer. But if it is not of faith, it's an evil report. And every evil report can be reversed by faith. Everyone, everyone. Anything that is not of faith is subject to change. Anything that is not of faith is subject to change. You've got to believe God's word. More than the clothes you are wearing on your back, you've got to believe God's word with your life. Caleb believed with his life that we can go up at once. Who are these people? You're talking about Anarchs, Amalekites, Hittites, sites. What are they? Beside the God that I serve, they that know their God shall be strong. And what shall they do? Not small things. Exploits. So if you don't do exploits in the year 2024, you are wrong. You have allowed evil reports. All right? Drown your faith. 2024 is for exploits. Exploits. Because evil reports will come. But you don't, you, don't, you don't accumulate them and store them in your hard drive. And whenever there is a possibility, you bring them back again. And you remind yourself why well, it is not possible. And this man said, this uncle said, that person said, my boss said. Who cares what anybody said? The word of God said it is possible. The word of God said it is possible. Don't believe any evil report anybody has brought to you. It is an evil report. Anything that is not of faith is sin, the Bible says. It is sin. And they brought up an evil report of the land, which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth Look at the graphic. You see, the devil needs to be graphic to be scary. Because he knows you want some form of evidence. Why do you say we cannot? Then he begins to paint a graphic image of negativism. And he says, the land through which we have gone to search is the land that eateth up its inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of a great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak. He began to eulogize evil. Hey, the sons of Anak, which come out of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were... In their sight who told you that did they tell you that grasshoppers high did did they did they hail you on the on the on the idea of the fact that they looked at you and saw you as a grasshopper you assumed that look at the next verse verse chapter 14 verse 1 and all the congregation lifted up their voice not in Thanksgiving not in praise not in worship not in prayers and Bible says and they cried And the Bible says, the people wept that night, and all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron, and the whole congregation said unto them, would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would God that we had died in this wilderness? And wherefore had the Lord brought us unto this land to fall by the sword that our wives and our children should be a prey? Were it not better for us to return unto Egypt? And they said one to another, let us make a captain, and let us return, ayakasi see the effort they were willing to put into unbelief. Let us make us a captain. Let's go back. Let us part the Red Sea again. Let's now enter Egypt and go and die. The devil is a bad person, honestly. And when, when, when he's, <laughs> honestly, there's no other way to put it. He's a very bad person. Like, how do you mess people up this much? And he's not doing anything, you He's just putting wires in their head, using words, using words, fear-filled words. The same way you can have faith-filled words. You can have fear-filled words. And those fear-filled words were entering into the camp and everybody was gobbling it down their throats. And were believing every ounce of the words graphically painted to them by the demonic infiltration in the hearts of every one of those spies. And they were believing it and believing it and they said, you know what, by the next day, so you know what, we are going back to Egypt. Now we need a captain, someone that can part the Red Sea. So they believed more in the capacity of that captain to part the Red Sea without God than in the God that is capable of destroying every single opposition in the promised land. The land for which was the basis for your emancipation. If God did not prepare Canaan land for you, do you think he would have removed you from Egypt? Do you think God just calculates, he winks things as he goes. I've taken them out of Egypt now, where are they going, where are they going? Oh yeah, continue to read my road, let me go and prepare promised land. Do you really think that's how God works? It was a prepared place, but the place that is prepared, it needs workers. Yes, it needs workers. So he filled it with giants that can work hard. Mm. Hi, yeah. he filled it with giants that can work very hard. Made the fruit so big, all right. M- Ensured that t- there were hard laborers there. In a, if a giant is carrying concoins, you do not remember when a small person? You understand? <laughs> laborers that can carry weights. He you them there so that they can work out to maintain the stability and integrity of that land upon the arrival of Israel. What was supposed to be an expedition of excitement? Like, wow, this is how much work you have done to keep the land in good state. Okay, we are coming, okay? Tell your boss that we are coming. Your time is here. All right, your time is up. Okay, so just, just continue working. We have 30 days. About 30 days, we'll be back. That's the level of you know, holy pride. You get what I'm saying? That they were supposed to go into the land with. Asking questions. Hey, who owns this place? Wow. Oh, you have two days to go. Umasheu. And just be p- p- pitying them and be pitying them. Because when God starts with them. <laughs> because you have seen what he did with the Egyptians. You saw what he did. You should be pitying them. And the ones that are nice to you, you get a contract. You say, don't worry. We'll not touch you. Don't worry. You know what they did with Rahab? Yeah. That's what they should have been doing. What, what are nice to us? This is our first visit. Let's write their names. People that we will not destroy when we come. Because the God we serve. You know, God had created such a reputation for the children of Israel that every single, even the people that they were going to meet, they knew about the God of Israel. They knew it was like a volcano. If he's coming in your direction, you escape before he shows up. This kind of God, you don't mess with him. And his people are here now. Yet, the same people that God was doing all of that for, they saw the reality of their potential and they said, we can't. And they delayed Joshua and Caleb's entry into that land by another 40 years. Because Joshua and Caleb were tied to the children of Israel. Are there people you have tied yourself to that have delayed your entry into the promised land? Recognize them by the Spirit tonight. And remove yourself from there. Because they have made you tarry along that mountain for too long. Stop it. Stop accepting evil reports. Whatever is not of faith is evil report. Whatever is not of faith is sin. Whatever God has not spoken to you via his word, via his servant, via the prophetic word, refuse to accept it as a reality. Refuse it. You can. You can. The same energy you are putting into going back to Egypt to go and die. How about you put it into removing the giants from the, from the promised land? It's yours. It's yours. Do you realize that that you have not seen something does not mean it does not belong to you? Yes, sir. That you have never experienced something that does not mean it, does not be, it doesn't belong to you? Somebody may be occupying something that belongs to you Rightfully. When you go there, you don't go like someone that is begging, that is trying to rent it. You go there as an owner. Because God has given you by the proof of the word. It is the evidence of things hoped for. You believe it with all your hands. You go there with some, some confidence and suave. This belongs to me. Who are you on mountain before bell? You shall be leveled. Who are you? That confidence. They went as losers. And... Losing, indeed, they lost. Wherefore, had the Lord brought us into this land to fall by the sword and all kind of negativities. And then Joshua and Aaron fell on their faces before all this assembly of the congregation of Israel. And Joshua the son of Nun, and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, Jephunneh. Which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes, and they spake unto the company of children of Israel, saying, The land which ye passed through to search is an exceeding good land. If the Lord delighted in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it unto us a land flowing with milk and honey. Only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bred for us, their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not! But all the congregation bade stone. Hi. Hi. Aye. And the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long will this people provoke me? How long will it be, ere they believe me, for all the signs which I have showed amongst them? I will smite them with the pestilence and disinherit them, and will make of thee a greater nation. And mightier than they. And Moses appealed unto God and all that. Verse 15. Now if thou shalt kill all these people of as one man, then the nations will say, oh, well, you just brought them out to kill them and all that. Uh, and then, of course, Moses appealed to God. <sighs> Then verse 26, and the Lord spoke unto Moses and unto Aaron, he said, how long shall I bear with this evil congregation, which murmur against me? I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel, which they murmur against me. Say unto them, as truly as I live, saith the Lord, as ye have spoken in mine ears, so will I do to you. Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and all day that that were numbered of you, according to your own number, from 20 years old and upward, which have murmured against me. So he got the timeline right. Those that were Those that witnessed the miracles, it cut them off from there on. Anyone born in the wilderness was spared. The ones that saw the miracles of Egypt and refused to believe, it cut them off. You don't deserve the promised land. Your carcasses shall fall in the wilderness and all that were numbered of you according to your whole number from 20 years old and... Year your whoredoms until your carcasses be wasted in the wilderness. After the number of the days in which you search the land, even forty days, each day for a year shall be your iniquities. Even forty years, and you shall know my breach of promise. Unbelief offends God more than anything else. It offends God. I, am, I, am I a joker to you that I will promise you a thing and you will not believe it? I, am I a clown? I created the ends of the earth, and I give you a promise. Do you know how easy it is for me to give you a? Do you know how possible? Like, do you know who I am? And then you look at me, and you give me all the reasons why it is not possible. Okay, that's fine. Unbelief, very deadly. I, the Lord, have said, I will surely do it unto all this evil congregation that have gathered together against me in this wilderness. They shall be consumed, and they, and there they shall die. And the men which Moses sent, look at, look at what they did. Oh. And the men which Moses sent to search the land who returned and made all congregation to mama and against to bring up a slander upon the land, even those men that did bring up the evil report upon the land died by the plague before the Lord. So God first killed those ones first. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, which were of the men that went to search the land, lived still. And Moses told these sayings unto the children of Israel, and the people murmured greatly. And they rose up early in the morning and got them up into the top of the mountain, saying, Lo, we be here, and we will go up into the place which the Lord has promised, for we have sinned. Da'ila And Moses said, Wherefore now do you transgress? Like, why are people like this? Because God had already given them another pathway. You will get there eventually. The commandment of the Lord, but it shall not prosper. And Moses said, wherefore do you transgress the commandment of the Lord, but it shall not prosper. Go not up, for the Lord is not among you. So listen, it is not your strength that you are going to use to get the promised land. If God promises you, go in the strength of that prophetic word. Don't go in your strength. So you are now trying to use Agidi to get what only God's word can achieve. When it was time for you to believe and infiltrate the entire camp with faith, you did not. Now, everybody's hand is weakened by your fears, and you want to still go and get the land. Go not up, for the Lord is not with you, that ye be smitten before your enemies. And the Amalekites and the Canaanites are there before you, and ye shall fall by the sword. Because you are turned away from the Lord, therefore the Lord will not be with you. But they presumed to go up into the hilltop. Nevertheless, the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord... And Moses departed not out of the camp. Then the Amalekites came down and Canaanites which dwelt in that hill and smote them and discomfited them even unto Homer. Be careful of your company, please. All these little, little actions by people connected to the Israelites affected the whole bunch. Not just the people that did the things. Be Be careful who you partner with in the year 2024. Be careful who you go into agreements with. Watch out for their conversation. Watch out for their lifestyle. How do they talk? Are they men of faith? Are they men that see possibilities? or men that the nearest, quickest evidence of negativism, they buy it immediately. It's like they're looking for it. Once they see it, they grab hold onto it. No matter how many several possibilities they see, they will look for that one thing that might not work. And they will continue to hammer on that and focus on that. Praise the name of the Lord. So the prophecies God gave to Abraham was not enough to ensure that they existed by the 400th year. They existed eventually 430 years because Moses failed at, war, uh, at warfare. And then they were in the wilderness. They were supposed to spend between 11 and 40 days to get into the promised land, and they spent 40 years. By prophecy and by the plan of God, it wasn't supposed to be 40 years. In fact, they were the ones that determined the 40 years because they, they searched the land for 40 days and God wanted to use some form of algorithm to give them their punishment. So he said for every single day, That they had gone to search out the land and brought back an evil report. They would spend a whole year to compensate for the lack of faith displayed on that day. Forty years. It was not the plan of God. It was failure in warfare that kept the hand of prophecy at back. Failure in warfare. Failure in warfare. So the people you hang around in the year 2024 will matter a lot to whether or not you will enter... into God's best. Joshua and Caleb's readiness was not sufficient for them to come into the land. So there are things that you are ready for, but the people around you will not let it settle. The people that you hang around will not let that thing settle. Until you separate, it won't come down. (laughs) Be careful. The people you hang around will determine the promises fulfilled in the year 2024. Evil communication corrupts good manners. And I I dare to add that evil communication corrupts good inheritance as well. Good inheritance that could have come evil communication will corrupt it hallelujah hallelujah so what are the qualities of warriors anyone you've seen a warrior before you've watched 300 you've seen warriors what are the qualities you see in warriors fearless that was the first thing on my list can you celebrate pastor hey solid man fearless man (laughs) he does not drink fearless but he's fearless (laughs) that's the first thing they are fearless fearless people what's the next thing about warriors who wants to be the next pastor? <laughs> yes, of course, they're strong, but I don't have it here. So uh, They're resilient. Everything is F, so, so he can help you. Fighters. Who said fighters? Yeah. Let's celebrate Caleb. Ah, he's a, he's a <laughs> son of Jefune. Caleb. Solid guy. <laughs> then there's the last one. All right. They are... Fearless, they are fighters, and they are fit. <laughs> 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 you don't see warrior no feet before. Where well, have you carry shields? <laughs> ah, they have to be fit. Warriors have to be fit. They've got to be smart. They've got to be agile. They've got to be able to move. Fearless, fit fighters. Ever seen a lazy warrior before? Things will not just happen. That's not how prophecy is wired. Prophecy will be good on its own. You are the one that will bring it down by warfare. You will bring it down. When you are ready, the prophecy will land. So it's not enough to come and hear prophecy. Are you ready to be a warrior in the year 2024? Are you ready to war? Are you ready to go to war? Are you ready to fight for what belongs to you? Even when you see occupants there. Even when you see inhabitants. Inhabitants. In that place, in that space. And you have done all the research, methodology, you've done all the industry analysis, competitive analysis. All the competitors in that industry and everybody is swallowing themselves. And the market share is already gobbled up by the big players. And God is sending you right there into that industry. And you're like, I'm just like grasshopper. Keep quiet. That's an evil report. Believe what God has said. Believe it with all your heart. Too many times people come for crossover services to get prophecies, but they leave their armor at home and don't intend to take it along with them to the new year. Hmm. Imagine the new year is the promised land, but you are not a warrior. Even when you are in the year, the best of it will not yield itself to you because you are not a warrior. Because you are not a warrior. Father, we give you praise. So what's the prophecy for our year 2024? So that we know what we are worrying with. Are you ready? Second. Let me have some uh, suspense. i we be <laughs> Can we celebrate God for these gifts? Even until the last day of the year, he's still giving us gifts. God is so good. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God whoosh someone say whoosh Whoosh. glory (laughs) hallelujah second corinthians amen so on 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 thursday we're going to be teaching on how to receive god's word how to receive god's word because you know you want to know how to receive the word in the year 2024 one of the ways you receive the word is with excitement with joy So when the word comes, don't just say, "Mm." (laughs) rejoice, get excited. When you rejoice, you open your spirit. Receive the word. Yeah, because in his fullness, I mean, in his presence, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So when God's word is coming, how you open the window of your heart is with joy. So that when the word is coming, you open that portal and the word will enter with joy. If you close it like this, it won't it won't land right. 2nd Corinthians chapter 2 hey I rejoice at your word like one who's found a great spoil do you know what a great spoil is so wait stop waiting for only things you work for in the year 2024 spoils when it comes to spoils (laughs) amen Believe what I say. Believe what I say. Believe it. Spoils are not always worked for. They are inheritances. Some of have worked 200 years only for you to enter it in one day. Some of may have worked 250 years for you to inherit it in one day. And you don't have to be connected to the person by blood. You have to be connected by the prophetic word. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Now, thanks be to God, which always capra veteli which always causes us to triumph in Christ and maketh manifest the savour of His knowledge by us in every place. Can you receive that? word. Receive that word. Receive it. Receive it. Receive that word. Receive it. Receive that word with all your heart. Thanks be to God. Who sometimes who most of the times This God, 99% of the times, always, always. So even when you're not seeing it, always. Always, always. Who always causes us? That is, we don't cause ourselves. He is the hand behind us. He's the one moving us. He's the one fighting for us. always 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 Always. the signs don't seem to be friendly always 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 without fail always always He causes us to triumph. He causes us to triumph. He causes us. He causes us. He causes us to triumph in Christ, always, always. 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 Always 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 always, always. All, the way, all the way 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 always 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 causes us triumph I'm not here on my own So anytime you're about to feel small. Amen. Amen. Anytime you're about to feel small in a large room. Anytime you're about to feel small in a large room. Remember, he caused you. He caused you to stand there. You didn't He causes you to triumph Always. Always causes you. Ezekiel said, and the spirit entered into me and caused me to stand upon me. So he couldn't be put down. He didn't stand by his strength. A spirit caused him to stand. You have to overpower the spirit to get him to fall. He was standing by the spirit. Caused me to stand. Caused me cost me to stand. He caused me to be married. How can I divorce? How? He cost me to be a father. He cost me. He caused me to be a pastor. How can I fail him in ministry? He cost me to be a man. He cost me. cost me. cost me cost me. He cost me. He cost me. He cost me. Oh, He caused me. Hey! Let's move a little further. Let's move a little further. Which always causes us to triumph in Christ. But here's the juicy part. Making manifest the savour of His knowledge by us, in every place. (laughs) Amplified said, but thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us spreads and makes evident everywhere the sweet fragrance of the knowledge of him. NLT said, but thank God He has made us his captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphant procession. Now he uses us. We are now God diffusers. He uses us. He uses us to spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere like a sweet perfume. That is the prophecy and the prophetic word over your life in the year 2024. It's the year of his fragrance. Can you rejoice? 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 Let's have it. The year! His fragrance. Everywhere. Everywhere. You see, it is saying, it uses us to spread the knowledge of Christ in some places. Everywhere. God is an absolute. You see, God is never afraid to be absolute because he can be absolute. He can. Always. Everywhere. Doesn't matter time does not matter the place does not matter always everywhere always, always. can you shout it always everywhere always everywhere always father we give you praise father we give you praise screaming always <laughs> Everywhere, always. Everywhere, always. Everywhere. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Let's have our six! Hi, yeah, yeah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Wow. Always everywhere. I don't go and check is it a place that God's grace can be available. I don't go and research it everywhere. The thing works everywhere. It works always. Kai <laughs> always everywhere. But thanks be to God which always causes us to triumph in Christ and makes manifest the savour of his knowledge by us in every place. That's the prophetic word for the year 2024. It's the year of his fragrance. But look at that. Look at what NLT says. He said, he uses us. Mm. That's the key word. He uses us. So you can put a cap on that fragrance. You can be the limitation for that always, for that everywhere. You can be, you can be, he uses you. So there is a kind of life you must live in the year 2024. There's a kind of life you can't live anyhow. You are now a fragrance. If you live somehow, it can now be an odor instead of a fragrance. So you come around people and they are no longer perceiving a perfume. It's not an odor, it's stench. Because your life is not consistent with the fragrance of his knowledge. So instead of a fragrance, it's an odor. May you not be an odor in the year 2024, but a fragrance. Not the odor of his knowledge, the fragrance of his knowledge. Other version says the aroma. So you are crucial to this spread. You are crucial to this spread. Remember, you have to be a warrior. You have to be. You have to find a way, find a way to war with the prophecies that have gone ahead of you. This is the prophecy that has gone ahead of you that see, this year, your key, your code, your password, always, everywhere. So there is no where, where God cannot make you a fragrance. There's nowhere. And there is no time he can't. So it doesn't matter where you are and at what time you are there. Always and everywhere. That's your code. You go out in the morning, always, everywhere. <laughs> You're empowered. But it is you is using. Because if you refuse to stand up to the expectation of that vessel, even if he's using you, it's not fragrance that is coming out. So you must find yourself usable. <clears throat> it's a good time to go and listen to goodie bags again. From earth to gold. That is one teaching we should go back to every single year. Every year, you just go back and listen to it again. From earth to gold. Goody bags. I believe, I think that's maybe 8.0 or something. <clears throat> These are the things the Lord revealed to me, all right? So uh, I'll just share with you, Father, for another, say, 15, 20 minutes. Oh, thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Isaiah chapter 40. From verse 3, the Bible says, The voice of him that cries in the wilderness prepare you the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Verse 4, every valley shall be exalted and every mountain and every hill shall be made low and the crooked path shall be made straight and the rough places shall be made smooth or plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. So before the glory of the Lord is revealed, everything must be made plain. The mountains must be brought low, the valleys must be filled up, the crooked paths are made straight, the rough places are made smooth then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And the Holy Spirit revealed to me, he said, these are archetypes of people. And these are archetypes of dysfunctions that I have to deal with in the lives of every single person before I can make them a highway. When they become a highway, God will pass through them to others. And then they can become that fragrance that God is using to emancipate lives everywhere. Because it is not the knowledge of your greatness that is spreading. It's not the knowledge of your fame. It's not the knowledge of your brilliance and your intelligence and your political prowess. That is not what is spreading. It is the knowledge of him. The savour of his knowledge through us so when people come in contact with you they must know him but to the degree that you have made yourself a highway and not a mountain or a valley because roads don't pass through mountains roads don't pass through valleys and if it is too crooked it, it's too, it's too, it takes time if it's too rough it takes too much time so what God does is that he will bring down every mountain there are mountain tendencies in some of us he will bring it down there are valley tendencies in some of us he will fill it up There are crooked tendencies in some of us. He will straighten it out. And there are rough edges in some of us. He will smoothen them. By the time he's done with his oppression in your life, then you become a highway. By the time you become a highway, anywhere God wants to go, he can go through you. He can. Because now you have become a highway of holiness. See, until we are all a highway, we have not become holy yet. Until he can pass. That is why holiness is a conductor in the realm of the spirit. Sin is an insulator. So there are mountain tendencies, valley tendencies, crooked tendencies, rough tendencies. These are some of the things we'll be discussing more elaborately from next week. But you need to work on yourself by the help of the Holy Spirit. Because it is to that degree that he can then use you as a what? Fragrance of his knowledge. Everywhere and always remember you have to be what a fighter you need to learn to war so let's go to Ephesians chapter 6 Ephesians chapter 6 we'll run through that quickly because there's a lot we can share on that but we'll run through that quickly Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 11 let's start from verse 10 finally brethren by the mercies of God oh sorry no finally my brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of the of his might He said, put on the whole armor. Remember, it is the power of what? Whose might? His might. Remember, he causes me. He causes me. All right? Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that he may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness in this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, I'll take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand there for it begins to enumerate the arsenal in that armor. All right? He says, stand there for having your loins girt about with truth. Someone say loins with truth. Loins. So you can write that down. Write that down. Loins with truth in front. Right balance. Loins with truth. Number two, he says, having on the breastplate of righteousness. Someone say breastplate of righteousness. Breastplate of righteousness. I'll tell you what to write in front of that as we go along number three he says your feet shod with the profession of the gospel of peace. Someone writes eagerness to preach the gospel. All right the next thing he said above all taking on the shield of faith. Someone said, the, the shield of faith. He says above all taking on the shield of faith wherewith ye he shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy of the wicked. Verse 17 he says and take the helmet of salvation. Someone say helmet of salvation. And he says the sword of the spirit. Someone say sword of the spirit which is the word of God, verse 18, praying always with all praise and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. There are seven items in this armor. Seven powerful items in this armor. And all of them serve their purposes. And this is out of war with prophecy. See, if you will focus on being a warrior, the prophecies will land. Many times people focus on the prophecies and refuse to be warriors. And then the prophecies don't land. Even if you don't know the prophecies, if you are a warrior, the prophecies will land. It will land. The prophecies are eager to land. They're just waiting for warriors. Do you understand? Waiting for warriors. So, the first thing he said is that your loins must be girt with truth. And that's the first thing the armor has. Balance. Balance. Your loin is at the mid-center of your entire body, between your upper body and your lower body, is there for balance, for stability, for stamina. So if you don't have God's word in your heart, you can be easily tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Be careful the things you listen to, the people you pay attention to in the year 2024, you must have your loins girt about with what? With truth, for balance. I can't go into more detail because of our time. The next thing there is the breastplate of righteousness. You must maintain a tender heart, a tender conscience. God must be able to use your heart to correct you, to rebuke you. When you do wrong things, he must be able to probe you. He must be able to prompt you. He must be able to send cues to you through your conscience. You must be able to apologize easily. You must be able to ask for forgiveness quickly. You must be able to repent quickly your breastplate of righteousness it covers your heart for a reason it covers your heart for a reason your heart must stay tender to god if your conscience is seared your righteousness is at risk you must ensure that your conscience is not seared it stays tender unto god number three he says your feet short with the preparation of the gospel of peace we'll be doing a lot of evangelism this year by the grace of god we'll be going for outreaches we'll be doing stuff we must have our feet short with the preparation for the gospel of peace it talks about the eagerness to preach the gospel eagerness you must be eager they must, be, they must be shutting you up. That's when you know you are eager. They must be, It's people that should be telling you, you must be eager everywhere. You don't even know where not to preach. Everywhere you are preaching. Eagerness to preach the gospel. Don't be silent this year. This is not the year you want to just say, I just want to build my brand. That, that's what this year is for. Your brand is Christ. Remember, your fragrance should smell Christ. That's your brand. How many of you know brands or perfumes by just smelling them? I've never understood it. Say, I don't even know the names. They will just mention the things. How do you know? The smell. (laughs) They know the differences. All right. In the same way, when people smell you, they must be able to connect you to Christ. That's a Christ brand. I can smell it. Because that's the fragrance you are giving. Right? You are giving it. (laughs) Just just giving it. (laughs) Then there is a shield of faith because attacks will come. Attacks will come in your dreams. Attacks will come in your business. Attacks will come. Offenses will come. People will offend you. People will throw arrows at you so that you can be offended. The Greek word for offense is scandalon. Scandalon means to be stuck. It's a stumbling block. You can't be offended and make progress at the same time. And so every time you have the opportunity to be offended, see it as an opportunity to be stuck. Who, who embraces opportunity to be stuck? Who goes into a traffic and says, let me park here? I want to be stuck. That is why I'm going. No. Nobody embraces opportunities to be stuck. You check the road and everything. The path that is free is where you go. You don't go headlong and go and enter into traffic willingly when there's an alternative route. So, why should you say an offense and accept it? It's called taking offense because it is first served. So, you must ensure you don't take offense in the year 2024 because it is part of the ways the devil wants to attack your shield. And what does the shield do? The Bible says it quenches the fiery darts. That means the shield is wet. Did you hear what I just said? The shield is not just dry, it is wet. That means it is soaked in the word of God. To the extent that your shield is soaked in the word, that is how much faith will be filled in there. If your shield is not soaked in the word, it will lack faith. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. All right, so it's the shield of faith because attacks will come. And it is with the shield of faith that you are soaked in the word of God that you will use to quench every fiery darts of the enemy. And then number five, it calls it the helmet of salvation. And what this salvation does is protect protects your head. See, be careful what you read in the year 2024. Some people have lost their salvation on the strength of some podcasts, on the strength of some books. You need to go and burn some books because the devil begins to enter as malware and, you know, some malicious viruses entering into your head until you lose your salvation. If salvation cannot be lost, it won't need to be protected. If salvation could never be lost, why would you need a helmet for it? But it begins from your head. What you think. Uh, it's not a big deal now. Sin is not so much of a big deal. I read this book. I read this. Oga, okay, enter the Bible. What does the word of God say? And don't induce into scripture. Deduce from it. What is the God's word saying? What is the Holy Ghost saying? What are teachers that are sound? Who have held strong and solid and stable and long ministries. What have they said about these things? And be followers of them who by faith and patience inherit the promise. Helmet of salvation. Beware what you allow into your head. If your salvation cannot be lost, it would not need a helmet. You need to protect that head. What you believe. Come to church regularly. Listen to God's word. Let your ears, your eyes, your heart, let it be open to God's word. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ears to my saying. Let them not depart from your eyes. Bind them on the tablet of your heart for they are life to them that find it. And their health to all their flesh. Number six, the sword of the spirit. Go deeper in the word of God so that you can fight back. If your word level is not strong, your f- shield of faith is cracking already. Your shield of faith is cracking. If your word base is not strong. And whilst you are defending with the shield of faith, you must also be attacking with the sword of the spirit. And the word of God is the baseline between those two. Your defense and attacks, are, they are dependent on the word of God. If your word base is not strong, your defense is weak and your attack is weak. What happens to teams that have weak and weak defenses and attacks? I will not mention some clubs now. <laughs> what happens to them? They will win one club last week. You'll be excited. That they're about to win again. They're about to win again. Then they'll meet Nottingham Forest and they'll not know what to do again. <laughs> If a (laughs) apologia, praise God, defense, zero attack, zero, that team cannot win a thing. They can't win pangolo, right? Because their defense is weak. The attack is weak. If your defense is weak and your attack is strong, it can outscore the opponent. If your attack is weak and your defense is strong, it can limit the chances of the opponent. And if you score one, it will close up. So you have a chance. But if your defense and attack is weak, what chance do you have? No chance. So your shield of faith is based on God's word. Your sword of the spirit is based on God's word. Your shield of faith is a defense. Your sword of the spirit is an attack. So as, the, as Jesus is using God's word to defend against the temptation, he's also using God's word to attack the devil. It's a double-edged sword. Go deep in the word of God in the year 2024 so that you can fight back. So that you don't have to run to a director and a cluster chamber every single time. You can stand by yourself. Wake up from that dream and rebuke the devil and smile at him and mock him. Go back to bed and sleep in peace. Amen. 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 It's not everything you report. Report victories. Amen. Don't come and be reporting. Hey, one cockroach became big. It started chasing me. I did not know how I... I will tell you, go and sleep. Go back and sleep and kill it. Then come and tell me how you killed it. I should be praying, let the cockroach die. Oh yeah, every cockroach pursuing you. Oh yeah, die. No. You must outgrow some things in the year 2024. You must outgrow some things in the year 2024. And finally, prayers and supplication. In the end, you must rely on the strength of the Spirit. If you don't pray in the year 2024, it's because you are proud. Simple and short. You don't need anybody to come and be asking, do you think I'm a proud person? You know now. If you don't pray, you are proud. Simple and short. Only the humble will pray. Only the humble will lift up their eyes onto the heels. That's how you know a man that is humble. He will lift up his eyes and ask for help. So after you have done everything in your armor, this one is not in the armor, just be praying. Pray, pray, pray with all prayers and supplications. Because at the end of the day, there are people with strong armors that still fail. You can't explain it. Maybe at some point, they stop relying on the grace of God in prayer. They believed in their word level, believed in their tongues, believed, but they were not really, really relying on the strength that the Spirit supplied. And so they fell. So you don't believe in your power, you don't believe in your might. At the end of the day, you believe in the strength that the Spirit supplies. And that is how you use prayers and supplication as the final wrap-up of all the shield of faith or, or the armor of God. And that's how to be a warrior in the year 2024. All right? The loins with truth for balance. breastplate of righteousness for conscience and tender heart. Remember 1 Timothy 1, 18, This child I commit unto thee, Timothy, my son, according to the prophecies I went on before on thee, that thou mightest by then watch a good warfare holding faith and a good conscience. Whereby some people have um, let go of, he says, and they have made shipwreck of their faith. Of whom is that? And, uh, Alexandra and uh, Emmanuel, who, of course, made shipwreck of their own faith because they did not travel with good conscience. Faith is not enough. Good conscience. And that protects your heart. Protects the breastplate of righteousness, protects your heart, conscience, eagerness to preach the gospel. So, this is not the year we call for evangelism and you stay in your houses. You've got to be eager to preach the gospel. Why are you not eager to preach the gospel? You don't think people will receive the gospel through your witnessing? What kind of a life have you been living? Are you not confident of the grace of God upon your life? You must be eager to preach the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. I must be, able to be bold like Paul to say, I've wronged no man, even though you killed the matiah. You must be bold in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Whatever God has called you, believe it. If he calls you the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, you go out there and you preach the gospel with all boldness and audacity. Not minding what anybody thinks of you. That is past. That person is dead. You are new in Christ Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Then there's a the shield of faith because attacks will come. You must be able to defend yourself against every attack, every fiery dart of the enemy. The helmet of salvation, beware of the things you listen to. Keep your head straight. Ensure that you fill your head and your mind with the Word of God alone. The sword of the Spirit, go deeper in the Word of God so that you can fight back. Prayers and supplication in the end. You must rely on the strength of the Spirit. Praise the name of the Lord. And there you have it. The year 2024. The year of His fragrance. Hallelujah. So... The Lord has instructed me to ask for an offering. You know I don't do this normally. But he's instructed me to ask for an offering. And I want you to give. I want you to give in awe, and reverence. And we'll go into the confessions and we'll round off this remarkable service. He wants us to to give. Because this is a mountain where we have received instructions for our next level. You don't just go and say, well, I came I had a great time. You need to worship. You need to give. You need to give it reverence in your heart. So wherever you are right now, give your best. Give your best. Give your best. I'm not trying to psych you up. Trust me. People that I've led over the years know me. All right? This has never been the focus of our ministry. All right? But give. Give with the intention to never give this low again. Mm. Give. Give with the intention that this year... All the givings you gave this year, you will outgive them in the year 2024 because you would have become bigger, you'd have become better, you would have become stronger, you would have become more triumphant. Weakness does not glorify God. Poverty does not glorify God. All right. So you give it grace, you give it love, you give it, give it cheerfulness, you give it excitement, you give it expectation, you give it honor, you give it love in your heart. So give, give a good seed this evening. Give a good seed, give a good seed. Give a very good seed. Give a very good seed. Give a very, very good seed by the grace of God. Father, we give you praise. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you that you have in all sufficiency in all things. You may abound unto every good work. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Right now, we're going to be taking our confession for the brand new year, 2024. (laughs) The brand new year, 2024. Confession of the year. Let's have it. Let's have it. Hallelujah. Whoosh. Are you ready? Jump on your feet right now. Are you ready? By the grace of God. By the grace of God. Can you hold a neighbor right now? You're about to preach at that neighbor. Hallelujah. Say by the, by the grace of God. In the name of Jesus. And as ratified by the blood, the year 2024 is for me the year where I spread forth the fragrance of the knowledge of Jesus in every place. This year I refuse to be a bland Christian with no evidence of God's rich taste of goodness I compel the world to the feet of Jesus. I push his agenda into every sphere of influence. I carry his mandates everywhere. I enjoy the atmosphere of the ark in all my affairs. Every part of my life blossoms in his presence. My rod boards, this year and filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. I walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. I am fruitful in every good work and I increase in the knowledge of God. Christ dwells in my heart. By faith I I am grounded in the love of God. I am filled with all the fullness of God. I am filled with all the fullness of God. I am filled with all the fullness of God. Ay, 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 Glory. This year, I become... The explanation of God's glory, the exhibition of God's power, the manifestation of God's presence. Whatever is not included in my redemption package has no legal foothold in my life. I stand the authority of Jesus Christ. And I stake a full claim on all that is mine in him. I am triumphant in Christ Jesus. God did it. I know it. The devil knows it. And his minions know it. Let's do that again. God did it. And I know it. The devil and his minions! It's minions. They, know they know it! The next! And this is how I saw it! With a shout! <laughs> Glory. Amen! We're gonna do that again! Let's go! Let's go to the, the previous page! We're gonna do that again! Hallelujah, I am triumphant in Christ Jesus, God did it, I know it, the devil knows it, this is how I show it, with a shout, glory, hallelujah, glory to Jesus, someone say always, everywhere, By the grace of God, we carry over the theme song <laughs> into the year 2024, yeah. hallelujah. <laughs> so let's have the theme song once again as we close service tonight. God bless your heart, I love you so much, yes, hallelujah, someone say aye, 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 aye. You? Yeah. Zionite, arrives. Zionite Assemble Zionite, alright Zionite Assemble Zionite Assemble Let me see you hold your name word. For more messages, connect with our tribesmen across all social media platforms at PowerPoint Tribe.